and Vladdy saith, and movies shall be full of religious iconography. Amen. Demons and devils and the possessed just shine unto thine eyes. Amen. Religious persecution and sinister ministers shall quench thy horror thirst. Amen. Corrupted congregations and moral shortcomings shall mark thy horror hearts. Amen. And the prophets went out unto the lands, Craven and Kubrick, and Carpenter and Roth, and spread their horror tales until they consumed the land of the Horror House Podcast. Hello and welcome to the Horror House Podcast. I'm Reverend Dave. I am Archibald, or is our, I'm Chris. I don't know, I didn't know we had titles. I don't know what title I would have. Give yourself a title. Give yourself a title. Everybody give yourself a title. Night of the Roundtable Chris. Is a roundtable religious? <laughs> I don't know. Anything but, can be religious. It's just it, the it's the reverence you give it that makes it special. I see. So this week, uh, so four out of five, I've talked to them myself. This is not even a lie. Four out of five exorcists, Dave, agree that Horror House is, is fucking awesome. This is a true quote. 100% true. Not, not lying at all. What's even more impressive, or what's even more impressive, five out of five demons possessing humans do it just so they can listen to the Horror House podcast. Also completely true. All facts. Um, so re- religion, man. This is a this is a fat boy of an episode. Another big heavy one. Um, yeah, this one could get very deep. Uh, hopefully, you know we're not we're not we're we're pretty irreverent guys. We're going to make fun of a lot of stuff. We're going to have some fun here. Please, nobody get butt hurt or worry that I'll, that we're pooping on your religion. You know, whatever you like is is fine. Whatever you believe is fine for you. Um, exactly. I what he said. What Dave said. I agree. That being said, if you support what we say or you have a problem with what we say, don't just sit at home and stew about it. Hit us up and let us know about it. You can reach me on Twitter at Sweetness1 with six E's as the Lord intended. I am at Chrysorcist. Also, uh, you can hit us up both uh, for this page, for uh, for Whorehouse uh, together, I guess, on Twitter at Whorehouse2, the number two. Because there's two of us. Yes. Somebody stole the fucking uh, original stupid badasshole's. If you don't do Twitter, you can hit us up on the horrorhousepodcast at gmail.com. No, the, just horrorhousepodcast at gmail.com. You can look for the Horror House page on Facebook. Or you can literally talk to us with audio from your own vocal cords, man. Straight into the internet at anchor.fm slash horrorhouse if you want us to hear you. And maybe get on the show. So, so cool, man. So cool. So easy. So fresh and hip. Hip. Hip's the word. 
It's the bee's knees. Do the kids still say that? Bee's knees? It's the bee's knees. I just know that I'm cool, and if I say it, then it's cool. It's the cat's pajamas. That... It's, it's the dog's loincloth. That one... It's Too cool. Far. I, no, I, okay, I deem it okay. worthy. I deem it worthy. So... Uh, what you been watching this past week before we get into this beastly episode? Uh, so I wanted to watch horror movies that had those religious themes. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we watched uh, Hellraiser. Okay. Uh, classic, as we've spoken about here on the Horror House podcast before. Go check out season one. It's we there. watched we watched Possession with uh, Jeffrey D. Morgan and Kara Sedgwick. Uh, which is super good, super underrated, uh, relatively unknown, but I thought it was a pretty good, uh, horror movie. And then we started watching last night, The Apostle. Period, piece, turn of the century, a guy is recruited to go after his sister has left for some cult, and so he's going to chase her down. And uh, hmm, okay. I, by posing as a cult member, and um, things start to happen, and I might have been a little high on NyQuil and uh, <laughs> fell out. So fair. That's totally. Fair. I'm going to have to go back. Did you want to talk about the Halloween thing, the Horror Nights? Sure. So uh, the rabble, uh, you know, if you're not a first time listener, uh, you'd know that Stella and I go to the Haunted Horror Nights at Universal Orlando every year for our anniversary. And after we taped last week, taped, recorded, uh, whatever, they announced another house. There's so more yeah. house information is slowly tricking the line out, and they announced an exorcist house. Oh, in perfect so, theme with this so episode. So super cool. And then the next day, they announced that they're making a new exorcist trilogy. Yes. Starring uh, Ellen, Ellen Burson, who played the mom in the original. So... Yeah, yeah, super cool, super cool. Uh, uh, we shall, we shall see. With the with the trilogy, not with the, but that's super cool. The horror nights putting the Exorcist out there. That'll be yeah. So that'll be that'll be the hot. lineup now is for houses is the Bride of Frankenstein lives. Uh, nice. Beetlejuice. I pretty solid rumor that Revenge of the Tooth Fairy, Fairy is coming out. Uh, which was an underrated house last year. Texas Chainsaw Massacre, uh, The Haunting of Hill House, and now Exorcist. I think it's going to be a solid, solid lineup. One of the scare zones is rumored to be... Oh, there's also Jack the Clown that they've brought out for several of their anniversary years. Mm -hmm. And then rumored that one of the scare zones is going to be Horror icons captured. Um, so okay. a little mysterious. Don't know what right. that might be, but I, it lends itself to be goodness. I, I am intrigued. 
So, Chris, what have, what have you been doing this past week? So much. I've made up, I swear, I don't know how many episodes here in a row. I've, like, had nothing. I'm like, I didn't do much. <laughs> that's maybe been my catchphrase this season. It's like, I didn't watch a whole lot this week. So, uh, but this week, oh, I've, I've watched uh, a couple movies, and I went through a ton of trailers. Um, oh, nice. But first off, I have to say, A.W. Dynamite was last night. By the time this episode comes out, it'll already be known if this happens. But Mr. Uh, CM Punk, who we talked about in season one, very heavily suggested to be coming back to the whole wrestling here in the next couple weeks. Oh, nice. nice. I'm I'm fucking excited. I'm fucking super excited. (laughs) Um, So there's that. I was like, that's kind of horror related. Famous for uh, the girl on the third floor. Yeah, the girl. Oh, I should have said that. The girl in the third floors. CM Punk will be coming to a wrestling, to a wrestling. Very cool. Very cool. What else have you watched? Okay, so uh, first I randomly turned on Shutter one day just to like look through and see if I found anything cool. And you know they had those channels that like constantly just loop movies. And mm-hmm. Turbo Kid was on. I was like. Fuck it. And so I watched Turbo Kid. Like, I just turned Shutter on and left it where it was. <laughs> Love Turbo Kid. <laughs> uh, Turbo Kid and Kung Fury and all those are just... Uh, I, I, I will never not watch watch them when the opportunity arises. But I know that's... I mean, it's not really horror, but there is so much gore in that movie. Holy shit, I kind of forgot. It's just gore-tastic. It's 80s adventure gore best. Yes. 80s were, the 80s, some of these children's adventures in the 80s were surprisingly like gore and horror element. So very nice. Yes. I know Turbo Kid is not an 80s. It's paying homage to the 80s, but yeah. Potato, matado, they say. And next, I watched one of the shittiest throwback. I think it, on Shutter, it said it came out in 1990, but on IMDb, it said 88. So your guess is as good as mine, somewhere around then. A movie called Pledge Night, which I'd never heard of. And I started watching it, and I have to tell you about this movie so bad. I'm going to even, if nobody's against it, I'm going to spoil this movie because you have to know. You have to fucking know. I have to let this out. So what I propose is I'll save the spoiler. We'll tack it on to the end of the episode. And if you're really interested, we'll come back and I'll tell the spoilers for this. But holy shit, it's so bad. It's so fucking bad. They're, so it's obviously a fraternity, right? And they're hell weak and, you know, hazing and all that shit. Not a single one of these kids looks a day under 30. <laughs> <laughs> One guy is a big lot Mark Summers from Double Dare. Do you remember Double Dare? <laughs> oh, I love Double Dare. Mark Summers is classic, man. So he's there, and he looks old enough to be a couple with his on-screen mother. That's how old he looks. And there's my uh, my favorite is there's another guy that looks like big lots Zach Morris, only he looked oh. in 88 older than Zach Morris looks now in 2020. <laughs> Wow, after all the cocaine even. Yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. Holy okay. hell, it's 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 so bad. It's so bad. The makeup was bad, the acting was bad, the story's so bad. And the ending. The ending is uh, 
It's so fucking stupid. It's so fucking stupid. It's. Uh, oh, I can't. I'm on the edge of my seat. I can't wait to see it now. So I'll 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 leave it there in case somebody doesn't want me to spoil a movie from thirty years ago. <laughs> but it's so it's so trash bag terrible. I cannot. I I was so excited after I watched it that I was like I can't wait to tell everybody about this. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait to share my misery. Uh, oh, that's great. But any uh, good trailers? Yes. I, I have to type down spoiler at the end of the episode so I don't forget. And if somebody listens and they're like, "We're spoiler." <laughs> so first off, I have to say uh, I finally watched the latest trailer for The Green Knight, which. I thought I'd put off for like a week or two. I kept seeing it and I was like, I'll get to it. Turns out that was two months ago. And I was like, holy shit. But I finally watched it and I, it's not as horror as I was led to believe initially, but it's got some crazy imagery and I think it looks really cool. I'm super excited for this movie. I think it looks insane, surreal, adventure Yeah. I'll, I'll... I'm kind of leaning away from the horror yeah. element a little bit. But There's a couple imagery things good. that like could evoke a horror thing, but it's certainly like more of a fantasy, dark fantasy thing going on. And I guess it's actually an older story that's been a movie before. And one of them even has Sean Connery as the Green Knight in it. No shit. <laughs> Holy cow. Okay. Uh, for like, I think there was one in the 70s, and I think the one that was like late 70s, early 80s was Sean Connery as the Green Knight. So, and oh, and the dude that plays the Green Knight is the dad from The Witch, A24's The Witch. The dude's putting in some putting in some work for them. So, um, next, uh, Ghostbusters Afterlife just got a new trailer. Thoughts? Have you seen it yet? I haven't. I haven't seen the new one yet. I haven't seen the new one yet. I know it's out. I saw on my uh, feed, not the trailer. For some reason, the trailer didn't come up in my feed, mm-hmm. but the reaction videos oh. to the trailer, which is yes. shit. That's fucking bullshit. Um. So, but I've uh, but I avoided them. So yeah. I, I'm I'm still uh, I, I'm still good. I like it. I think most. It seems like a lot of people are liking it. Um, I'm not like the craziest, hugest Ghostbusters fan. I like Ghostbusters a lot, but I'm not like on the edge of my seat. Like, woo, ghost, ghost fucking busters, man. But uh, I, right now, I'm like, that, this looks cool. We'll wait and see what happens. Um, I'm intrigued with this one at least. Unlike uh, the reboot from a few years ago, that that lit no fire in my gut to want to see. <laughs> And still doesn't. I'm like, I, I, too many movies, too little time. Yeah, I, I told you, we watched that at the drive-in, and the biggest detriment to my enjoyment of that is just, I'm so fucking tired. Right. I had got I had got home at midnight, I had got up at 4 a.m., I went to work, worked 12 hours, and then drove straight to meet Stella and the girls to watch that at the drive-in, and it wasn't the first movie we watched. Uh, it was Secret Life of Pets, and then that, and so I would have been out. I, I was cold. out. I was out. I woke <laughs> up every once in a while for like uh, a joke about how dumb men can be, and then moved on. Uh, so you know, it's okay. It's okay. So. I I feel no butt hurt over it. You know, <laughs> for those who are interested, who fucking cares? There's been plenty of dizzy blonde and dizzy women jokes. 
we can take it, guys. It's just a fucking joke. But I, I don't really have an opinion on it. I want, I sat through the movie, although I was asleep most of the time. I have no opinion on it. Yeah, I. It's one of those ones that I'll, I'll never see unless by happenstance. But next, another A24 movie coming out. Is A24 or A24? Have we ever decided the correct? way to say that uh, I don't think we ever decided I always I, say I always say a24 I think I say a24 but now I'm starting to wonder if that's even what I've said I got some weird time loop going on. anyway anyway it's called lamb depends on what side of the Mandela effect you're on like remember the a24 uh, movie studio and 20 years from now we'll be like <laughs> no it was like a24 uh, okay <laughs> Uh, so right. this one is called Lamb. Have you seen this one? The trailer? No, comes? it's no, it I could be not. something. It's something weird for sure. I'm intrigued by this. It's it's getting a little bookmark in my brain because I want to see where this goes. It's this one it, uh, makes up for kind of like uh, maybe a lack of horror that I thought was going to be in Green Knight, and this could ta- take it in a different direction. It's 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 uh, intriguing, at least. Okay. Next, okay. Uh, a Neil Blomkamp movie. Yeah, a Neil Blomkamp trailer for, uh, called Demonic. Have you seen this? It's like a virtual, like simulation VR thing. Somebody's mom is like possessed, but she's like sick, so they got her like an induced coma, and like the daughter or something like goes in, and then I guess the demon gets out. I don't know. It seems a little bit convoluted, but we'll see. It's kind of interesting idea. Uh, we'll see. I have some faith in him to pull it, put out a cool thing. He did District Nine. That's that's cool. This could, it could work. Yeah, it could be at least with Neil. I think you'll be different. It'll be something new. Yeah. It'll, you know, yeah, it'll move the needle. Yeah. So. And on the other end of that, there is Malignant, a James Wan trailer that I just watched. And I got the Nigel Bach running through me on this one. I'm like, fuck Hollywood. All I see in this is like a, a story I feel like I've seen just with money behind it. And I'm like, I don't, uh-huh. I almost didn't finish the trailer. <laughs> oh, that, that bad. Huh? That I was bad. like, this is like this is not maybe i mean trailers can be bad sometimes but right now it's just a big big darth vader no for me (laughs) for this one (laughs) and last two here last two trailers uh first a trailer for the chucky tv show is out now Hmm. have you peeped this I feel like where was I in the coma the last week? No, I have not. Uh, these are actually, I think, just come out like this weekend. It, I don't know about this one. I don't know. <laughs> it kind of looks. What did we call the CW horror on our TV episode? Basic bitch horror. Just the look of it Basic has. Bitch horror. Yeah, just the look of it, the way it's shot and everything, kind of has that. But I, I don't know. We'll we'll see. The Chucky, at least tell me Chucky looks like Chucky. Yes. And not like the last reboot. It, 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 it is was so horrible. It is Chucky. At, at, at okay. least it's got a bad going on for it. Finally, to end my r- ranting and raving on my What You Doings this week, the Day of the Dead TV show got a trailer. Mm, I did watch this. And I saw your reaction, and I know we are already divided. 
<laughs> so I was like, got to put this one last because we'll discuss this for a second. So before we get into I mean, the horror, we'll just, yeah. Thoughts on this one? They're leaning into the horror, the, the humor. But and for what? My feeling all along has been that that's what Chucky TV show is going to do. Not to go, yeah. not to backtrack too much, but it, they're leaning into the horror. Now, there were a lot of things that I just... I'm hoping they're shoving all of the horror elements into the trailer to kind of get people in. Or all the humor elements. I want there to still be horror. The, the trailer was like top to bottom, like goofs and stuff. And I was just like, oh, no. <laughs> and Day of the Dead is... I mean, if it was a Dawn of the Dead, I could kind of maybe like lean more towards that way since it was a little bit more lighthearted. But Day of the Dead, like of the three of them... The three Romero films, that's like the dark one that's like depressing and kind of miserable. So to make yeah, that one the, like it, real jokey. And it's not that it, that wasn't funny. It, like some of the, you know, Rhodes, the the captain, Captain Rhodes, like he has some of the funniest lines in movies for me. He's one of my favorite villains. Well, that's and, what surprised me when I saw the first thing when, when they said Day of the Dead. Mm-hmm. And then it wasn't set on a military base or something like that. You know, I just thought, uh, yeah. You know, I just I, felt like it should be that. But I was, I'm super excited. I'm super excited. I, 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 I'm afraid that this will be just like another cash in for the name of Day of the Dead. But what, like I said a second ago, trailers are shitty sometimes, so we will have to wait and prove me wrong, sci-fi. Prove me wrong. I dare you. I'll meet you outside after recess. Maybe. Maybe eventually we'll go back to zombies as a horror element and not as a comedy element. So I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Anyways. anyways. You know what I do know? What do you know? It's time for an ad. Religion in horror. And I have one very big question for you, Chris, to start this whole thing. I am ready. I am ready for a question. Do you have to believe, do you have to have some faith system mm-hmm. for, re- for religious horror to be effective? Uh, do you have to believe in a religion? Yeah, yeah. So, like, The Exorcist. Let's take The Exorcist, the classic, you know, Exorcist. If you were a real, like, atheist, you don't believe in God, you don't believe in the, you don't believe in any of this outside stuff. Yeah. Does Exorcist still work as a horror movie? Good question. I think in in some regards it it can it can go beyond that. Like just seeing horrific things is is enough there. But the big like you know to get the dread of like oh man if I don't eat my Christios I'm gonna be like the little girl in the bed. <laughs> right. So I I guess anything like that can be gory or horrific or jump scary or something and. But does, mm. but that's not what The Exorcist is so much. I mean, there's some of that, sure, but that's, I don't know. I don't know. What? I think, I think it's hard for 
me to un- to answer that question. I think you would have to get somebody who is is very much like not even just like they've made a decision or they've come to the realization that they are atheists. I think it has to be someone who was raised in that secular atheist household Mm -hmm. and to answer that question. Because even as Americans, you know, I mean, right. As Americans, even though, even if you don't believe in Christianity, it's a Christian. It really is a Christian nation. Uh, yeah. You know, if if we started naming off horror movies, yeah, you know, the, the large percentage of them are all Christian based, and then even movies that aren't necessarily religious in nature. So, I, I did. I did watch. I left it off of the what you're doing. I, I watched a Ten Things You Didn't Know About. Friday the 13th and 10 things you didn't know about Friday the 13th part two. Mm-hmm. And especially the second one, but even that first one, Friday the 13th really set the standard. I feel like for that you're before you can be a victim, you have to have that moral shortcoming. Yeah. The morals but who yeah, decides what's a moral shortcoming. And that it's all, you know, based on, you know, that, oh. that Judeo Christian value. So I think, I think we've just, you know, that, that's a good point. Jason is the great decider. So there's that. I mean, he is the one who decides. Right. I mean, you know, there were, um, I, I'm thinking five, six, especially really ramped up the, it wasn't just counselors like pre-camp. It, when you got into five six, there were kids in the camp, and there were a couple where Jason comes into the cabin, and all the kids are asleep, and he, you know, he doesn't go down oh, the yeah. hall like right. Luke Skywalker killing the young ones. <laughs> you know, he leaves them all the fuck alone because they're innocent lambs, they're they're innocent children, and so he kind of moves on. So, uh, that's a good point. And then you have. You have like Hellraiser, so I I just watched Hellraiser for this. Mm-hmm. Yes, Pinhead or Hell Priest, he talks about hell, and he, but he never references hell as opposed to Christian God. You know, you know, every society kind of has this idea of hell, even though they vary in what they make up. Or, or, you know, they have this idea, but you look at the iconography of Hellraiser, you look at the iconography of, of all these horror, the most popular American horror movies, mm-hmm. and it's all based on that that Christian iconography. Yeah. You, know, you see a cross in The Conjuring, or you see a cross upside down in The Conjuring. You know what that means. Yeah. I mean, um, they, you know, The Conjuring... Specifically, since I mean the the new one just came out like a month ago, something like that, very recently. Yeah. Is I know they're like you know exorcisms and stuff like that's like Catholicism and all that, and I think that's more of where they're supposed to lie. But it really, the, when I was thinking about it, I was like, they really don't have anything to do with that except for the exorcism kind of bits. <laughs> the rest of mm-hmm. it is like, at least it seems to me, just thinking back on it, it's like that's pretty much just like straight up just just Christian stuff. Yep. 
and I was like, I needed to, I'm glad you brought that up because I didn't write that in my notes. I just wrote The Conjuring somewhere, but yeah, I was like, that's, uh, I mean, what do you think of that? Like, clearly they want it to be like a, a like more with Catholicism and stuff, but they don't really go there. <laughs> and I, I mean, is that on purpose, do you think? Or is it just the people that write it that are like, I don't really know that, but I've been to Sunday school, <laughs> like regular ass in the church, in I, a Christian church. And so it becomes I, I, that uh, instead. I was raised Catholic. I was raised mm-hmm. in the Catholic church. I was later went to more of a full gospel Christian type church, uh, non-denominational, a little mm-hmm. bit for a Pentecostal church. Yeah. And definitely of all of them, they all have their quirks. They're all little quirky bitches. Catholicism really focuses on, you know, the imagery and the pageantry. It's the most, like, if if all the Christians were, like, genders, Catholicism is, like, the gay of the genders. Because it's really, it's, it's very showy and flaunty and flamboyant. Catholic is very flamboyant Christian. Did you just say gay was a gender? <laughs> yeah. If, if religion was a gender, then, then Catholic would be, you know, the equivalent of the gay. Um, so, uh, to compare to that, I went to, like, all these, like, you know, kind of Pentecostal kind of places as a kid. Like, my whole family is still super and all that. And I never <laughs> even set foot, I don't think, in a Catholic church until I was probably, like, or my early 20s. And one of my wife's friends got married and had a big Catholic, you know, uh, wedding. We go there, <laughs> and... I was just had no idea what was going on. They're like so much interaction with the people around you at one point, and like I'm like, don't we like sing and clap and like you try to make a snake bite me or something? That's what I'm used to. <laughs> this it was such so so. I mean, it's there were still some things I was like, oh Jesus, I've heard him before and things like that. But like I mean, even these two religions that have you know. Th- their similarities in ways are just like so different right. in presentations. <laughs> and, yeah, the the basis of both are very same. Catholicism very much likes to focus on like the side characters. It's this. So if it, if if all of Christianity was like a season of a TV show, the Catholic episode is the one that's focusing on the side <laughs> characters. Like, oh, Jesus is great, but what's this guy over here doing? And you know, mm-hmm. he's doing his shit. I mean, if you thought Jesus was great, here's his mother. So I actually had someone <laughs> ask me one time, you know, why are the Catholics so obsessed with the Virgin Mary? I was like, it's Jesus' mother. Out of all the people on the on the whole planet of all time, mm-hmm. this was the one woman that was good enough to bear Jesus. So, I mean, it, to the Catholic mind, why wouldn't you celebrate this individual? You know, so, right? I don't know. It's weird. Religion's so, weird. It really is. Uh, that could be like a whole other episode on its on itself. Is just horrors in <laughs> in religion. Right. Just flip it backwards and then tell stuff like that. Um, but I mean, but like I don't know what religion 
there was a kid I went to school with, and he was not allowed to like partake in any kind of fun entertainment. <laughs> Probably Jehovah's Witness. Maybe I don't know if I I don't know if he ever told us, but I know he couldn't even watch Saturday morning cartoons. So I know horror movies were off the table. Okay. And so or Baby Mormon. Um. Just to think of like people like that, and then finally getting to see a horror movie like later in life, and just being like, "What is this?" And just I just see chaos running through their brain, just being like, "Overload! This is fuck! This is too much!" I wasn't allowed to watch the Smurfs, <laughs> and you're having me watch this. Right, right. I when I lived in Hanover for a while, I, I went to um, church with the Mormons a few times. And uh, so I've dabbled in a lot of the little different religious stuff. And um, it was very interesting. The super, without fail, the nicest people you could ever want to meet. You know, they were they super believe in the things they believe, and they were super great. Some of the more the missionaries came by the house uh, uh, several times. And then one of the guys I met at the service, I recognized him because he was my pizza dude. I mean, I ordered pizza <laughs> three times a week, and he was always my pizza dude. And so after I met him at the church, you know, the first time he delivered the pizza, instead of just being like, okay, stand in the door, I was like, yeah, come on in, man. How you doing? And we were talking. And uh, he saw some of the stuff I had on the walls. And by this time, I had told the Mormons, you know, hey, no, I'm, I'm not going to fucking sign a contract with you. It just seemed like... Like the prom promise. If I signed the contract, right? It seemed like <laughs> okay. Now this is how the devil gets you by being so nice, and then you sign a contract, right? So I, I really had to be like, no, I'm not signing a contract for religion. I, I prefer to say anyway. I don't have a religion. I have a relationship with God. So I, 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 I try to be a little different. I try to do my own thing. But I brought him right. in. I had some artwork on the walls. You know, some of it was. Um, I had one big framed picture that was nothing but like in the frame, I had just thrown, you know, 22 little pictures that I had taken from Daytona Bike Week. And when I went to Daytona Bike Week, I took a couple different uh, disposable cameras and like two whole cameras was nothing but bikinis and thongs. And so that picture frame was that. And he was like, as, as soon as he saw it, he was in a trance. It's like he was hypnotized by boobies and ass, which I understand. Yeah, I completely understand, especially <laughs> if you live a sheltered life and you don't see that shit. No. So it's, yeah, it's they're weird. Jehovah's Witness, they they can't they don't believe in uh, blood products, so they can't get transfusions. Um, you know, there's a whole thing with that. I, I I've known a couple, and they were super great people, but um, you know. Like any any music that talks about like uh, dancing, and she was she was shaking her butt. It doesn't even have to be in like a sexual nature. Oh yeah, come on, shake your rum. They're like, no, that's pornography. No, that it's just a song, dude. That's literally not pornography. But right, uh, weird, weird. Yeah, yeah. They, but then they all come from the same damn place, yeah. and even. The three major religions of the world, you know, and we think that, at least in America, Islam, Christianity, and um, Judaism, they all come from the same 
origin story. You know, they all had the same origin story. The first, you know, the, the the first part of the Quran, the first part of the Torah, and the first part of the Bible are all the same. It's the same stories. They're told in a little different. They're told a little different. Mm-hmm. Little different stories, and and each group thinks they're the hero of those stories, and the other guys are like <laughs> the cast off children. Right. But, you know, it's weird. And I mean, it I all boils down to like the good guys and the bad guys, or like the good guys mm-hmm. and the unknown somethings, like and behavior and stuff. And I, I mean. To go back towards horror movies, um, uh, I've read an article um, on it. Let me get I, I it's it's Georgetown University Berkeley Center for Religion, Peace, and World Affairs workshop. That mm-hmm. name, fellows, you need to whittle that down just a little bit. <laughs> an article by a, a Timothy Beal and uh, I. I I don't even think you need to read most of it, He's, but he had um, some bold face, a couple, a couple parts, the, the different sections, and I'll just run through them real quick. And it's uh, one horror films that literally they literally scare the hell out of us. You know, they like try to steer us down a, a better path. Like you know, Jason, don't fuck in the woods and don't do your drugs in the woods, and you, the hockey mask guy will kill you. Um. Two, they can be myths that sanctify order against chaos. So they, you know, try to fix these, you know, these problems. That's like, you know, um, I guess you could even say like the puzzle box in Hellraiser. Once you, you know, have you solve it, and then it lets loose this chaos, then you have to resolve it, and it gets rid of it, you know, all that crazy shit. Um, but my favorite one. Well, number three, I'll just, there's only two more. Horror films host otherwise unwelcome religious questions, which is uh, thought-provoking. I like that. And four, lastly, mm-hmm. horror films lean into the scary side of holiness, which also I like. I mean, these top, the, the last one I didn't even really think of as I was writing my notes. I was like, oh, shit. And I literally just saw this article before we started recording. So I was like, I got to at least mention it because it, 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 it's got me thinking. So just to, I mean, the scary side of holiness, right? There's so much right, right. To, to, like, <laughs> he probably wasn't Satan trying to get you to sign over his soul, but maybe he was. <laughs> right, right. And, okay. Uh, I mean, so many, I mean, the cults, I, I, that's in movies and in real life, but it's, you know. You think you're doing like these good things, and then all of a sudden it's like you will drink this Kool Aid or you're going to be shot. <laughs> and then you're like, oh, this wasn't as peaceful and altruistic as I thought. And I mean, Rosemary's Baby, right? That's one of the. God, what year did that come out? The 60s? That's, yeah, that's super culty and it is uncomfortable. And really good. I've not watched that in so long. But I mean, and when you look at that, it's not. I don't feel like it's that far fetched to look at something like a Scientography, I'll call it. 
out of sake of not being stalked. <laughs> no, but I mean, as crazy as some Scientology shit is, I wouldn't really be shocked or surprised even if some kind of similar, you know, they're like, oh, uh, Lisa Kudrow's having a baby. I don't know if she's a Scientologist. What? Insert your favorite actress here is having a baby. We need to make sure that that baby is taken care of in, in spite of the mother or whatever. And that's whoo, what? That's that's some crazy. Whether he's going to be Lusa Lusa Scientologist to fur or or not. Whether he's going to be the next Tom Cruise. Yeah. It, I mean, anti Tom Cruise, anti Cruise. <laughs> I didn't write oh. Prince of Darkness down in my notes. I'm a bastard. But, oh, how could you not write Liquid Devil? In I your know. Notes? I love. I, but so, uh, uh, th- so many of these movies. I, I I struggled to find movies that really did a good job of. And I'm not, and I'm not saying for real life. I'm saying for movies. Uh-huh. I, I struggled to find movies that really did a good job of making the church the bad guy. You know, uh, there were a lot that start that way, but then it's just one guy, or it's you uh-huh. know, or they've been deceived by some dark power. Right. There's not a lot of horror, and so I thought the I think the door is open if you said. No, no, the ch- it's the regular church and the regular <laughs> things they teach you on, you know, it's not being, it's not being twisted. It's what they teach you. It's bad. Mm-hmm. So there's not a lot of that. Um, but that surprises me. I hadn't really thought. Uh, yeah. Um, because most of the Satan, you know, the Satan cults and stuff like that, they're not really what a Satan cult looks like. They're like what the Christian church thinks a Satan cult looks like. Yeah. Um, I saw a tweet exchange this week that I thought fit us very well, our discussion this week. And uh, the the person posting it had posted, um, just so you know, Satanists don't actually believe, don't believe in an actual Satan. And someone had commented with the question, well, what do you call someone who believes in Satan? And the answer was Christian. Christian. Yes. Um, which is very true. Yeah. It's very true. I, I mean, even with them, I mean, there's, you know, their own like little like offshoots of that, even like, you know, all the one, all the religions we've already talked about, like this, and you know, Christianity and Catholicism and this, and like they all share this, but then, you know, split off and become their own different thing. And, you know, the whole Satanism stuff, Satanists, how, you know. I don't know how many. You, I mean, Google it. There's, there's a, a few, and they all believe kind of in different kind of ways. And some of them really aren't all that horif- horrific <laughs> sounding. Uh, so, it, I mean, to have to go back to your original question, you know, like if if you were raised a a Satanist, like what the ones that. Which ones was it? Like the Leviathan Satanists or something like that? Like believe, um, you know, basically do good. 
do good to other people. It's more to it than that, but you know, I mean, it's more of a, it's more of a, what you put out is what you get back. Yeah. But I mean, have to have grown up in that, to grow up, to have grown up in that environment and then to have watched like the exorcist or something, would that be, would that make a difference in that? I mean, you have some religion, but I mean, are you going to, is it going to hit in any kind of the same ballpark as if you grew up with like more Christian religion? I think if, if you're in, if you're in the LaVey style church, the church of Satan, and you don't believe in a literal Satan because you don't believe in a literal God, I, I, would think that those that exorcist you know we keep going back to that is mm-hmm. not as effective um i think you'd get more scare from a movie which just came to my mind as maybe the one that the church and what the church teaching is bad and not just twisted to be bad red state um yeah. so maybe something like that where you know, hey, the church is, you know, actively working against some people. That's scary. Or maybe a Children of the Corn where for a bulk of the movie, it's not, you know, it's that question. Is it really a religion or is the kids just fucking crazy and they've taken over shit? Right. I forgot that that went that way. Yeah, um, I mean, to that reminds me of since we're kind of on the topic, you know, Midsmar kind of goes in that too with their kind of like what do what, what did that religion have a name? I can't even remember. <laughs> but it's kind of I, like that. We welcome you in, and but like it's not like demons and ghosts and goblins and stuff. It's just uh, in a way, I think it'd be a little easier. <laughs> If it was, this is just kind of like, you know, I, what? How do you describe that religion? I don't even. Um. I mean, I, I I would want to describe it as paganism, but in some respect, that is kind of an insult to the right. religion because that becomes that becomes a kind of catch-all for any small natural religion. Any small natural-based religion or nature-based religion becomes, goes, falls under that umbrella of paganism. And I I think, you know, unfortunately, I think that is a way to minimize them, to say it's a pagan religion, you know. Yeah. So. And I mean, the witch, I mean, we're going into... 824 territory hard here for a sec, but I mean, the witch, that was, I I don't think even, I mean, the religion, what were they, Quakers in that movie? (laughs) I think so. But I mean, they were banished. I think it showed. That's about all of their religion that we kind of, I mean, I mean, I don't know if I would even call that a religious thing that I'm thinking about it until like the here and there, like the black Tom stuff. And then you finally get 
I saw I I, I saw a uh, theory on the witch this week, mm-hmm. and I'm probably going to get some of the facts wrong, but the theory was that. I, I watched it and I thought, oh, so the witch was real. The witch did run off with the baby. And uh, Black Tom really was the devil. Mm-hmm. But then this theory said, no, that that is not true. That the witch didn't run off with the baby. Dad and mom killed the baby. Because the land was blighted, and they thought this sacrifice would bring... So they're reaching to the extreme. So it's not about witchcraft. It's about the oppressive nature of... And and how these people sold out their belief when the dire times hit, you know, how do you, how long do you have faith? Do you have faith that it's going to be good? Do you treat your kids good? Even when things are bad? I mean, just, I, it got kind of a little convoluted. It got a little bit right. deep for me, but then I, I meant to go back and watch it. I just have not. So I do Interesting. Own Interesting. And then since we're already here, hereditary has it own, has its own kind of, culty pagan kind of thing going on and and it's basically in the whole movie but you don't find out until <laughs> later in the movie that shit's been orchestrated by a cult this whole time and uh, that that is the part of hereditary that sold me on the whole movie once it got to that part i was like oh my god sign me up ari aster i will follow you lead lead me to battle but just like these, and like I, I, we could, I, did we have we done an episode on Hereditary, or have we just kind of talked about it a lot? <laughs> we've just, I don't think we've done an episode. We've talked about it several just, several times. We, people are like, we get it. Yeah, I feel like anytime you talk about Hereditary now, people are like, well, I know. <laughs> Should I talk about something else? But I really like the the kind of religious things in there at the especially at the end where it's like what is this it's watching that for the first time it's kind of how i felt when i went into the catholic church for that wedding i was like what is this <laughs> you know in a baptist church you have crosses mm-hmm. in the catholic church you have six-pack jesus and he's usually bleeding from multiple places um so it's uh, yes yeah. it could be off-putting if you've never seen that shit before but I mean, yeah, the, the presentation and everything, but the presentation in their little. Why is thing. your Jesus so ripped? Ripped Jesus, ripped like Jesus. So this brings me dogma. I, I'm, I'm going to segue into another question, and this one's uh, probably easier, um, if not. It might be deeper and easier to answer. Okay. And that is, is The Passion of the Christ a horror movie? I have thought about this lately. Um, I would <laughs> counter, is The Passion of, a, of, of the Christ a good movie? On top of that, and to which I would say, yes, it's a horror movie, because I guess, you know, like we were talking about on the first question, like, it's horrific. 
even if it's not even if that wasn't if that was just like a street in some town if that was just like a lynching going on you know like that's horrific to see but then you have like this you know icon of jesus you know living through it it makes it uh, something different almost heroic maybe which is weird it was did you watch it have you watched it i when it first came out i watched it on vhs or dvd or whatever it was at the time and i remember I, I, that, that was when i was like struggling the most in real life trying to figure out what's like what what do i believe i don't know and i'm still about basically there still <laughs> but, so it like, didn't convince you of anything no i just remember being like this is violent <laughs> It was, and that's so horrible. Like the first, what is it, five minutes? Maybe, maybe ten at the most. Maybe I don't know. There's no violence, and then it's just wall to wall violence until like the last little bit. And it's like, God damn! Like I can't believe still that that was allowed to be made and put out, (laughs) like with full like theatrical distribution. Like that movie just. People were taking young children to watch it. They had like watch parties at the church. Oh my! I don't understand. Um, I mean, granted, I I, the same people, the same people, who would have railed against me for playing Dungeons and Dragons as right. something evil yeah. or for how uh, mindlessly violent and bloody the Texas Chainsaw Massacre is. Yeah. And they took their children <laughs> to watch that. This, that's a good point. This is like infinitely more gory than Texas Chainsaw Massacre. <laughs> infinitely. Infinite, there's there's almost no blood in the first Chainsaw, yeah. Texas Chainsaw Massacre. So I, I've pointed that out before challenge me on this go watch it if you haven't seen it in a while there's almost no blood in the first Chicks Chainsaw Massacre it's because they had to save it for Mel Gibson making Passion of the Christ <laughs> right yeah fucking I don't know how much uh, I don't know how many babies he had to kill uh, or buy from the Planned Parenthood to make that movie but I don't sheesh I don't see the value of that movie <laughs> Plus, uh, Caviezel, the actor that played him, is a is a crazy person now. So he's got oh, that yeah. going for him. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I I, think, I don't even consider I think it really. After a good that movie. movie, he thought he was Jesus. He became I, I think, Jesus. Yeah, I think we've actually talked about that part before. <laughs> Not he on the show, but yeah. And, um, and this is something that happens to actors sometimes, and two that I know of. Jim Caviezel after Passion of the Christ and Stephen Skull, who decided that he was a fucking uh, reincarnated Dalai Lama. It's you're a fucking movie actor. You don't become that thing. No matter how good you act it, you don't become that thing. So, so do you think it's a good movie? So do you, do you think it's a good movie? What it it comes down to one question. What was your purpose for making it? Because if your purpose for making it was to roll in the dough, <laughs> it, it succeeded in that in spades. So yes, it, it, if that was your purpose, you made a good movie. Well, you can say success. If your movie was to but was it good? If your movie was to terrify people, it was successful. If that if you were like. I'm gonna fucking 
show this in ways no one's ever seen it before. I, I don't think it moves the, the needle for a lot of people. I, I just I think that you're a typical watcher. If you're not convinced already, mm-hmm. I don't think it's going to convince you. No. It did, so. it did not for me. I was like, what is this? <laughs> uh, it's it's horrible. If you if you have faith, if you believe then and you have faith that, that that's what he went through that day, then I think it reaffirms if you have faith. I think it reaffirms the suffering he went through it if you feel connected to it. I don't think it's necessary. Yeah. To make a whole movie on just that alone is just, like, odd. I will say, however, though, you know, they were talking about them taking their kids to, like, just vans of children to see this movie, (laughs) like, almost 20 years ago. Um, I got to see RoboCop when I was very young, and it did nothing but improve my life since then, immensely. (laughs) So... I mean, am, am I comparing so was, RoboCop to so Jesus? It was not the, it was not the mm-hmm. violence and the gore that turned you away. Oh, I did not put RoboCop on my list either. What the fuck is wrong with me? I didn't realize that RoboCop was essentially Jesus until this conversation, but still, I should have already known. Should have already I, known. As, as I started making lists of like, <laughs> I'll, I'll just make a list of movies just that uh, religious undertones or religious themes Superman Returns. I don't think you, yeah, I don't think you can stop making yeah. the list because every movie feeds in there somewhere. Yeah, I mean, if it's if it's got good versus bad, you can play connect the dots enough to get about anywhere. Uh, I want to talk about voodoo in Hollywood movies. Um, so voodoo. The current is paganism. Before yeah. that, it was voodoo. Voodoo was like the yeah. big bad. Uh, as, you know, aside from Satanism, Satan is the big bad. Voodoo was the little bad for a while. Uh, and maybe off and on, maybe not just for a while. Maybe it's not as trendy as, but you, you get some hits of voodoo. Uh, the original White Zombie which was the mind control zombies. Um, we talked back way back in episode one, season one. Oh, yes. Um, Goddamn. A serpent in the rainbow um, was, was a very more of a grounded, gritty look at voodoo. But what? still, voodoo is this big bad when really voodoo is like not one thing. Uh, voodoo is more of a um, a collection of old Caribbean religions rewritten and reframed due to the influence of colonialism and Christianity and Catholicism. Uh, heavily, voodoo is heavily Catholicism. Um, hmm. But yeah, you know, it's it's uh, there's some good. Some, some good things am, you can do with voodoo. I am not all that well versed on the voodoo. I've only seen clips of Serpent and the Rainbow, partly because that was one of the VHS boxes I remember seeing in one of our local VHS places when I was a kid, and it always scared me. <laughs> so I never watched it. Um, 
but there was I think I've talked about this documentary before um, I think just a week or two ago when I was talking about the uh, In Search of Darkness things but there's uh, a Wes Craven clip where he's talking about uh, Serpent and the Rainbow and he's saying you know they had where did they, did they go to Haiti I think I want to say to film it and they were like they had protection and stuff so they could do their filming and all that and at some point I think he said that uh somebody come up to them or they went up to somebody and were like I want to I want to see some of the real voodoo I want to like he's like I'll show you the real stuff so they went with whoever this was and like was it one of the writers or somebody like got like fucked up like badly like they went home and he like had a mental breakdown and like sold all of his jewelry and shit or something I it, like it just I'll have to find that clip and watch wow. it again but and see if I can link it on the Twitter or something but I mean Wes Craven tells the story and you're like holy shit I would have been like well we had a good run trying to make this movie I guess it's just going in the unfinished pile <laughs> But yeah, they went to like a like one of the like big big bad voodoo daddies. Jesus Christ! <laughs> and is that a Stray Cat song? Uh, they are uh, adjacent to Stray Cats. <laughs> oh. Stray Cats adjacent. Nice. Um, but yeah, that I don't. I literally can't think of a voodoo movie I've seen <laughs> I don't it's alien to me I need to I need to bone up on it a little bit for sure Serpent of the Rainbow. earlier this year we talked I talked about Spell which just came out this year which was uh, a pretty good movie it's um, fairly new for people who don't like older movies mm. um, and, and well done you know but it's it's voodoo as the big bad I don't I can't think of any movies where voodoo's the good guy there's got to be. I bet there's got to be. There's... A, I mean, I, I feel like I know it's probably and I can't so pinpoint niche, movies though, but... where... Yeah, I, can't, I can't pinpoint, but I feel like there's some movies where Voodoo helps the good guy. But not like Voodoo saves oh, the day. It's got to be right. like... You know... As a, as a just a side instrument of justice. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Gotcha. Like it's got to be the sidekick. It can't be. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's got to be the sidekick to the Jesus. So. Yeah. And so, uh, since we're kind of onto voodoo, um, do you want to keep keep on going uh, around the world, kind of? Because sure, sure. I might like we've talked about like you say religion and horror films. My brain goes to like Christianity, like The Exorcist and The Omen and stuff like that. Um. It wasn't until, you know, I was getting to the end of my notes and I was like, oh, right. And then I started thinking of like, you know, paganism and Wiccan and Satanism and things. And then even after that, and then I'm like, oh, right. There are other real, like real world things that I'm not even thinking about. And you've found some and you said you said you've watched one of them or two of them. So there's um. There are three big ones that I could come up with in the Judaic religion. Um, mm -hmm. And The Vigil, which is fairly new. Um, it, was, it was okay. Modern horror, it was okay. Uh, Possession, I, I really like this movie. Uh, 
Jeffrey Dean Morgan, aka Negan. Uh, Kira Sedgwick. Uh, is that the box one? It's just. Yes. Yeah, that's the oh. one. The Devic box. That, um, that has the um, the bonus feature on the DVD that was scarier than the movie. <laughs> oh fuck! It was scarier than a lot of movies. <laughs> It's um, when a thing gives you a warning saying, we're going to be saying some of these demons' names. That's really bad news. And if you don't uh, stop watching this now, you may uh, summon some of them yourself. And I'm like, well, wait, huh? <laughs> didn't have the prayer. Didn't have like the prayer Something, come up that's like, yeah. please repeat this prayer before and after. Did you do it? I, I'm impressionable, so I may have. <laughs> <laughs> Oh uh, yeah, it's it was really good. The the that really we've talked about before about how the things around the movie can influence your opinion of the movie, and that's one of them. That special feature was fucking yeah amazing to me. Uh, the Gollum. Um, so I didn't realize I've not watched the Gollum, but I know of the Gollum. It's one of the older. It, it's been redone a few times, but it's one of the like original classic horror movies mm-hmm. and uh, as a D&D guy I know what golems are I've known what golems for for a long time but this I didn't know until researching for this that this was a the golems are a oh yeah a fairy tale or folktale out of the uh, Jewish religion yeah now, the Judaic religion I forgot so, I think I forgot that it was uh, from from Jewish folklore or something but i, yeah, I remember I hearing about that was from some religion it, it just all came back to me now yeah is frankenstein a golem by the way or is he more of just like a regular ass zombie would you say or not I, none of the above no, i think i think he would qualify as a golem because i mean that's the whole I, i'm so i'm going to rely more on my D knowledge than my knowledge of, of judaism hashtag tim uh <laughs> Hashtag Tim Appens. The a golem is a is a creature that is put together and mm-hmm. given life. Uh, I think okay. in some ways, like a Terminator, might be considered a golem. Uh-huh. Okay. Um, okay. But definitely Frankenstein, I think, falls under that category. Now, there's a control level. I think with Gollum. Oh, okay. I that, see. You know, you you're creating this thing and then you control it, but I think that's part of the cautionary tale from the from the Gollum stories is yes, you control it, but what if you don't? Or right. what if you I lose see. control? Okay. Um and the, and I, so I I understand the Gollum tale is also maybe very sexist the original maybe very sexist tale um because it's a village that is this young woman against the church elders creates a Gollum to protect the village then the Gollum ends up you know she loses control and and shit happens so mm-hmm. it's very much a cautionary tale of be careful what you're playing with and and yeah. this forbidden knowledge is forbidden from you for a reason but also it's told in a way that kind of is like you know we could do this but this woman fucked it up so i, I have to watch the original and um 
revel in the sexism, I guess, or, or yeah, I've laugh at the sexism. So I don't think I've ever I, just a couple clips. I think it's all I've ever seen is my, myself as well. I don't know what I'm saying. Um, I looked a little bit, and my Asian horror expertise is like n- nil. <laughs> it's non-existent. <laughs> I mean, The Ring. But just the American one, I know of the other. I mean, I've. What was that one Asian horror movie? The Audition. I know that. Yes. Uh, yes. We've talked about that a little bit. Um, but I, I mean, I know that there's. Um, Grudge. Yeah. I, I don't know if. I don't know any that are rooted, and don't even have to be rooted, but any that have, you know, um, their religious kind of views in them at all so and I, t- I mean I looked a little bit and I was like I don't know what I'm trying to even I don't know Google Foo is weak um, so if you listening are like I got the perfect one let us know I'd, I'd be interested in checking it out so I, I actually found a couple I actually own one on Voodoo and I've yet to watch it I've owned it for maybe a year now or six months or so at least and not watched it yet I saw the devil oh fuck yes um, but that I mean is that I don't know if it's got religious times but it's Asian that's, Cor- that's Korean I believe right I may be Korean. wrong yeah yeah that's Asian uh, the whaling I was is thinking, supposed to be really good I was thinking of all these Japanese ones and I just kind of forgot that Asia was bigger than Japan <laughs> Uh, the Wailing is supposed to be really good. And I actually found a Buddhist horror movie called Onibaba. Okay. Which I heard was like a Buddhist exorcist. Hmm. Intriguing. Um, okay. And, and I heard somebody, I, I heard one person's opinion, one person, not a, a lot, but I heard one person whose beliefs, who said, they thought it was better than the exorcist. Now, they might've been a crazy person. They may have just been, it yeah. may have been just for the clicks. I mean, um, you know, uh, Hindi horror, there's, uh, certainly some of that too. I mean, Bollywood is massive. <laughs> it's massive, yes. massive. So to, for it to not be there, but it could, I mean, I tried to look, I mean, you look at these, you know, you search these terms and you just get like the the fatty, like ad results before you get into the meat. And I just did not dig in that, that hard for some of these. <laughs> and so, uh, but like, any, like, let us know if there, if these are out there, but also that's what got me thinking about my friend in school that was not allowed to watch things like this. And I'm like, are there, there's probably like religions that are just like, no, you cannot watch horror movies. And I am just like bummed out that that's, <laughs> I would, I would, I would, I, that would be a hard stop for me. They're like, you can't listen to music and you can't watch horror movies. I'm like, well, I'm out. I'll go live my own way. <laughs> I'll start my own religion with beer and girls. Get out. I'm leaving. Right. right. Jehovah's witness. Don't believe in birthday parties. Oh uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, and and that's from one passage of the Bible. This is my understanding. I may be wrong. Uh, JWs hit me up, uh, but it supposedly comes from one passage where Jesus was like, uh, "Oh yeah, and uh, I, I know you guys think I'm cool and shit, but don't celebrate my birthday." 
<laughs> so then they don't believe in celebrating Christmas, and they and they say if, if we can't celebrate Jesus' birthday, why should we celebrate you know Doug's birthday? Right. So you know they don't celebrate birthdays. So a little much, a little much for, for yeah, my, yeah, yeah. but that's a whole other that's a whole other episode because I do that every year. I'm like I don't want any leave me alone, <laughs> and it's. Granted, anyways, anyways, um, are there any other things that you wanted to, to hit on before we move towards the light at the end of the tunnel? I am, I am just like, I have a lot that I've not said in my notes, but also just doesn't seem. I'm going to pass, tuck uh, them a away. A lot of my notes were just like lists of really good movies that feature religion, you know, uh, mm-hmm. Rosemary's Baby, Exorcist. Devil's Advocate is yes. one of my favorite. Yes. Ninth Gate. Ninth. Oh um, yeah. Yes. Preach. Amen. More. <laughs> uh, I liked. I really liked the Kanye Reeves uh, Constantine movie. Uh, you can hate me that. for that if you want. I have not. I liked it a lot. I think my wife liked it. Um, Shia LaBeouf. I know, got a little shy of Lebeau, if, if if that gives the ladies a lady heart on. Uh, the Omen, of course. Yeah, the Omen. One of my favorite I, I go back to is The Last Exorcism. Um, I think I think that's what it's called. I, you know, Exorcism. I just saw something just a few weeks ago, maybe a month or two ago, uh, was it the director or somebody was saying that the the girl that was do, being possessed in that movie, like they were going to CGI one part of it. And she's like, what do you want me to do? And then like he explains it to her, I guess. And so she went out and did whatever it was he wanted. And they, he said something to the effect. And I'm paraphrasing a lot here because I'm just like vaguely remembering. But like she did it so well that they had to like edit a good portion of it out because it was so fucked up looking. <laughs> was it the part where she bends over backwards I, in the barn I, and it looks like she's broken her spine in three places? And I, maybe was some of that. I've still never watched the movie. I've seen so many clips though, but I think it had something to do with like her face contorting too and stuff. Oh, wow. And they're just like, no, we're not using that. <laughs> How about no? There was, um, there's there's so many movies of the exorcism of oh yeah that's what because i know we've talked about uh that one before it's not been an episode yet and i wanted to watch it but like you'll be going through netflix or something right and you're like the exorcism of uh of this or you know the last exorcism something and i'm like i don't it makes me forget what i'm looking for It's like it's like the transmogrifiers or whatever those those movies were like when the transformers were coming out. They're like, we need to hop on this, make a trans something movie, and so they did, and it, so it was terrible. Anyways, uh, okay, I, I was trying to I was trying to Google. There was another exorcism one that was. Um, documentary style and it was the family it was the woman had dementia and they were trying to Deborah Logan you know Deborah Logan yeah oh yeah, yeah. that was that was a that was a solid one I felt like 
I, I have seen that one. That one. Woo. 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 Um, I just remembered, uh, one of the best, uh, at least religious characters. I can't remember his name. We've talked about him in an episode, uh, Dead Alive, a little movie called Dead Alive. It kicked ass for the Lord. Mm-hmm. One of, one of, debatably, uh, the best, um, Father Kung, Kung Fu Father. <laughs> I forget what his name was, but how he, he makes me want to believe Magruder. him. Father Magruder. Father Magruder. And yeah, I've got the I've got that documentary that I was t- talking about a few minutes ago playing on the on the TV, and there was a that live clip that just played, and I was like, "Ooh, I could cast for the Lord." That's that's religious. <laughs> nothing like yeah. it. Nothing add them to your notes as you're recording an episode it's like a pilot learning to fly like once he's already off the ground I mean that's probably it's, okay they say art is never complete you just abandon it to move on to other art projects and this podcast is uh, I mean I'll, I'll go out on a limb and say this podcast is art um I will agree I should not be allowed to use hashtags, though. I think I'm too old to use hashtags. I th- I'm thinking, reflecting now. Who but, can forget the horror of the 1990 repossessed with Leslie Nielsen? Yes. I've. I think it's been at least that long since I've watched that. And Linda Blair. Oh. Linda Blair. Isn't that crazy? Linda Blair was in it. Yes. I wonder. If so far, she's not said anything about returning for the exorcist uh trilogy redo trilogy did you watch the exorcist tv show at all i did not i did not uh okay big uh can i give you a spoiler for the tv show since it's been canceled for like two years anyways (laughs) okay so everybody listening here's a spoiler for the exorcist tv show from a couple years ago so season one right like they even when this first came out were like this is not tied to the exorcist at all this is its own new thing it, it was absolutely not. It was absolutely tied to The Exorcist. Um, Gina Davis is in it and plays uh, the mother of the girl that's possessed in the first season. Uh-huh. By the end of the season, you find out that she is Reagan. Oh, and it, uh, tricky, tricky. And then it's those. like, oh, shit. And then the second season just goes in a different way, and I didn't get into it very quickly very much never finished it and then it was canceled so i was like well i'll never go back <laughs> so that's another it's one disappointed if, if a tv show only has two seasons and then it's canceled it's like why should i even start because i know they didn't finish their yeah. story arc yeah and but this is one talking in referencing the beginning of the show again uh that i remember watching the trailer and being like fuck this i'm not watching this bullshit this is stupid the people that made it are stupid i'm still stupid for having watched this trailer and then by happenstance one day watched an episode and i was like uh let's see where this goes watched another one and another one and then i'd watch the whole season i was like you know what i'm fine bullshit <laughs> so <laughs> i reserve my right to change my mind on day of the dead later on but i'm hoping it goes in the exorcist direction where it's like oh man i, I couldn't have been more wrong but an exorcist trilogy 
is intriguing. Yeah. I, I think they were inspired by uh, Halloween because they have, you know, the return of Halloween, which forgot mm-hmm. all about the sequels and just went back to the OG and followed that up with Halloween. Then this year's Halloween Kills. And next year or two years maybe from now is Halloween Ends. Yep. And it's supposed to have a wrap up like, okay, we're done. We can wrap it up. So we shall see. That's maybe they're going back to the the late eighties, early nineties, Freddy's dead and stuff where it's like it's over. Winky face. <laughs> Halloween ends. And then two years later be Halloween begins again. <laughs> JK. <laughs> we back. Um so any other any other religion and horror things that you want to discuss before we put a put a bow on it? Is that the t- phrase? Is that the right phrase? Before I think, we I think that's check the correct phrase. I, I just I I like movies that religious movies the the religious source the possessions and the the devil work in the background they do get me they get mm-hmm. me um you know I'll watch one and then I'll be like. Okay, maybe maybe I should, you know, at least maybe I should pray a little more. <laughs> okay, at least maybe I should pray a little more. Um, but the ones that, the older I get, the ones that really get to me the most are the ones that uh, maybe I get more enjoyment. Maybe they don't get me, but I get more enjoyment from movies and TV shows that blur the line. Like, is it mm-hmm. real? Like devils and angels, or is it just people, crazy people? Right. Um, evil, which is it having its second season right now, and I've not watched a single episode because it's on a streaming service that I don't have, and I own too many to buy another <laughs> one. The, but the first season of Evil, you should watch that. It's so good at blurring that line. And, you know, one episode will make you think one way. Okay. They're trying to say that all this is bullshit and just, you know, just bad people. It's not really like angels and demons. And then the next one, you'll be like, okay, maybe there are like in this world, angels and demons and ghosts. And then the next one is like, nah, nah, nah. it's just, you're hallucinating, you're on drugs. And then the next one is like, oh no, maybe this is legit, you know, so it's it's really good. It's really good. And I need another person to tell me the main female lead to, <laughs> you know, like sexist pigs rate her on her looks. Cause I say she's an attractive woman and Stella and Tim disagree with me. I, I I'll watch it someday. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, I know that's a no. Maybe, uh, maybe, maybe. We'll see what happens. Um, so, if you have anything uh, you want to comment, uh, you want to leave your opinions of this episode, you want to tell us we're going to hell for making fun of your religion or for making fun of uh, you know religion in general or for anything we said. Um, if you're a gay person, you're like, please don't compare us to the Catholic Church. <laughs> uh, whatever it is, just... Um, Hit us up. Let us know. You can hit me up on Twitter at Sweetness1. 
I am at Chrysercist. Also on Twitter, you can go to uh, at Whorehouse2 and talk to both of us there if you want to just one plus whoop. You can email us at the whorehousepodcast at gmail.com. You could search Facebook for the Whorehouse page on Facebook. And like always, our, our parent, uh, our overlords at Anchor. You can talk to us right there at anchor.fm slash whorehouse, and uh, we can hear you. But we can't hear you if you don't send in a message. So do that if you want to. (laughs) That was long-winded. And and last but not least, before we close this episode, if you're worried about spoilers for Pledge Night, get the fuck out now. You've got five (laughs) seconds. Four. Three. Two. One, Chris. Okay. This with that pledge night spoiler. Pledge night. Everybody is is okay. Everybody's back. Everybody's back. If they were like, no religion, just pledge night. That's not true. So there's a creature, right? Uh, uh, he's an ex pledge that was killed during their hell week in the '60s, played by Anthrax frontman Joey Belladonna, which was cool. Until later in the movie, when he comes back from the dead and he's like acid man. He's some other actor then. So once makeup was involved, the anthrax guy was like, fuck you. You don't got enough money. Uh, He turns out to be Big Lot's Mark Summers' father, which is kind of brought up ham-fistedly out of nowhere a couple times earlier in the movie that he didn't know his dad and his dad died before he was born. It's like, okay, why are you talking about this? But that's why. (laughs) The monster turns out to be his dad. Uh, so once the monster comes back, like you forget all about anything like that ever even being mentioned. And uh, after all these people that the monster has killed, all his pledge brothers and stuff, the monster begins to uh, initiate a uh, raping of Mark Summers' love interest in this movie. <laughs> and Mark Summers has just left the house, but he comes back conveniently enough to save his love interest from a uh, rapey monster. And the whole time, while the monster has been killing the the pledgees or whatever they are, he would go, who are you? And their thing during the movie is like when their upper pledge brother guys, leaders, upper management pledge guys, whatever they're called, they would say, who are you? And they'd be like, I'm scum and you're like frat daddy, whatever. And they would do that to this monster. Okay. But when Mark Summers does it, he like proudly like, you know, like Superman stance. He's like, I'm Mark Summers from Double Dare. And the monster puts his hand on his shoulder and goes, I did all of this to protect you. And then disappears. (laughs) And I was like, what? Yeah. (laughs) He was getting ready to rape a girl. You raped his girlfriend to protect him? Yeah, yeah. He killed, I don't know how, I forget how many uh, 30-year-old Pledge brothers he had that were doing the same stuff and having having to suffer the same, like, shitty stuff as Mark Summers, right? Killed all of them, killed all the upper frat guys, and then was getting to rape his girlfriend. Boobies were out, but then he's like, you know, like the Indian with the tear, the, the Native American, sorry, with the tear um, coming down his his cheek in the, the old commercial, right? The hand on the shoulder, and he's like, I did this to protect you, and then disappears. Oh, my God. And I'm like, no way, I've just watched this. There is no way this is a real movie. <laughs> 
Oh my god, that's wow. And wow, that just seems yeah, it does. Okay. The effects are all trash. It's so terrible. Nobody that was in this movie ever went on to do like anything better than this movie. Most of the people stopped there. <laughs> Pledge Night is I I I I, I, that's all I can say. That ending, I was like, I have to spoil this. I have to tell about this because it's too. I, 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 I I'm, I'm dumbfounded still. Just thinking about okay. it. So I'm on IMDb. I see a there's a picture, a uh, frame from the movie of like they're like college kids, but it looks like they're having a like a junior high girls sleep over with their mattresses on the floor. Yes, that is where they were, were uh, uh, had to sleep. <laughs> Jonah, as Young said, Will Kemp, as Acid said. Yeah. Um, wow. It, it is... It is trash. <laughs> there is almost an orgy scene in a, in a bar. Oh! Uh, like oh. I, I, there is some it is a odd duck it is you just gotta watch it go out there and watch it it's on shutter anybody that's like even vaguely interested because you are gonna be right there with me and be like this can't be real it's real it's fucking real there's your spoiler this was whorehouse hold on hold on hold on I, I, yes I thought so so last week I believe it was last week. Maybe I'm losing my mind. Maybe I'm just high on Sudafed. Last week, did we not talk about Lorenzo Lamas? Uh, I feel like he's come up sometime. Maybe. So it's possible. <laughs> one of the Suzanne Dean, who played in Pledge Night, was production coordinator for 22 episodes. From 92 to 93 of the Renegade TV show. <laughs> so well, don't say she never went on to great things. She worked with Lorenzo Lamas. That's that is fair. <laughs> I've I've saw an episode of Renegade when I was a kid and I can't remember it. So that I enjoyed that more than Pledge Night because I still remember Pledge Night. <laughs> So it's got that going I for it. I don't... I know what Renegade was. Lorenzo Lamas with long hair, riding around on a motorcycle, getting, like, a one-man A-team. Yeah. I don't think I've ever seen an episode. So... That's... That's... That's all I've got this week. I'm, I'm fresh. I'm, I'm, I'm clean. My soul was purged. I have did my confessions. I've got nothing left. All right, all right, all right. Well, uh, people, I hope you learned something today. Uh, next week, we're continuing. Do we, do we tell? Do we tell? Uh, what we're doing next week? Your call. Uh, yeah, let's put it out there. Uh, last, my last pick, of course, was I, Frankenstein, which, you know, Chris pooped on. Thanks a lot, Chris. <laughs> That's what I do. <laughs> uh, but I'm going to continue with new stories for the original Universal Monsters, and I picked Tom Cruise 
vehicle, the mummy, or just this is just mummy. Uh, uh, so yeah, I stand by it. I like this movie. Have you watched it yet? I have not watched it yet. Oh, you're in for a treat. I am ready. In for a treat. I am ready. Hopefully, the Scientology <laughs> first don't kill me in the meantime. <laughs> Yeah, just be prepared. In the middle of the movie, there is a ten-minute intermission oh. where Tom Cruise speaks directly to the camera, breaking the fourth wall, to discuss the oh, no. joy of Scientology, and that oh, is why I must. No. Tom Cruise has said that I must bring this movie to the masses to appease <laughs> the crews. I must appease the crews. Appease the crews. Appease. No, no. All right, we're season. I'm just saying the season finale for this season might be the color of money. Mm-hmm.